Welcome to Kansas City Confidential, a podcast where we hear from the people behind Kansas City's local restaurants, businesses, and personalities. I'm your host, Sari, and this week I'm joined by Tim and Stephanie, owners of Kansas City Puzzle Company. Partnering with artists, Tim and Stephanie have created high-quality puzzles made from 100% recycled material. Here are Tim and Stephanie to talk about their love for puzzling and how they created their business. Casey's Confidential. Casey's Confidential. The past four days, my boyfriend and I have been totally consumed with doing one of your puzzles every day. Any chance we get, we are running downstairs, (laughs) putting pieces together, texting each other if one of us is at home. We found pieces. Um, It's fun. It's not something that either of us had really done together before and to do a thousand piece puzzle together has been has been really fun and something I even just wanted to notate that um, Dan had mentioned to me he works from home four days a week and he was saying how doing the puzzle throughout the day he feels like really is keeping his brain sharp and sharper throughout the day and I want to get a little into that and some of the benefits of doing puzzles here in a minute but we have been totally consumed <laughs> with doing this puzzle and we're like okay we're gonna do another one after this right like what's the next one (laughs) that's awesome it's very cool were puzzles always something that you were intrigued by and into growing up I've always loved puzzles I don't I know I had little kid ones I don't remember that a ton but um I definitely remember puzzles at like the holidays and like a puzzle being out from like Thanksgiving to Christmas that everyone could just like sit and do together. And I feel like every time we've been on vacation as like adults, when we go to like his family's like homes or whatever, I'm always hunting for like one of their puzzles. And then you have like a deadline. I like that you're like, I'm here for a weekend. I have to get this done. I really enjoy puzzling. I feel like I've always been into it. I didn't think I would ever do it as a business though, but (laughs) I've always enjoyed it. Yeah, that came out of nowhere. Um, I was more on the side of, I was a letter carrier with the post office and I was looking for anything to get me out of doing that. (laughs) So I was like, oh, this is perfect. (laughs) Especially during COVID, really, really boomed. Oftentimes when you talk to people, you talk about, you know, growing up and I feel like you quickly learn, okay, were you like a gaming puzzle family yes. or were you yep. more of like a TV going out to eat family? And I definitely feel like I fell into the category more of going out to eat, watching TV. My family did not do a lot of games together. Whereas Dan grew up really in a family that family time was revolved around games and building things together and puzzles yeah. and word games. And so it's funny now that we're since we've been together, kind of bringing the two uh, together in in our house. I never thought of it like that. But like, as you're saying it, I'm like, oh yeah, we played cards. I'm like going over things in my head. I'm like, oh yeah, that is true. (laughs) But you're right. (laughs) What was it about puzzles that you decided to take this on as a business? Well, it was, I wish we were smart enough to come up with it ourselves, but um, our daughter who was three years old at the time, we were doing a ton of puzzles with her. She loves puzzles. <clears throat> yeah, she adores them. And uh, she just one day said, I wish this was a Kansas City puzzle. And it was like, we knew exactly what she meant. I don't know if she meant it the way that we took it, <laughs> yeah. but we were like, it was like a light bulb moment. And we were just like, oh yes, like, that's, let's do that. Yeah. 
I feel like her activities at three was puzzling. And then we would like go to Union Station and just like let Mm -hmm. her run and go look at the trains. So like, I feel like she just wanted to merge her two (laughs) two passions (laughs) together. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God she did. (laughs) Because what was that process like getting started and saying, okay, we're not just going to make this for our daughter, but we're going to turn this into something bigger. We have like no background in doing anything like this, uh, no retail experience whatsoever. I mean, honest, honestly, just a ton of Googling, just like, I mean, like the most basic, like, how do you start a company like Google search, you know, like, (laughs) well, and we let our ideas snowball. Like originally we were like, we will set up a puzzle press in the basement and we will just make them ourselves and press them ourselves and box them ourselves. And then like, we would let that idea go for a minute. And the longer we researched into it, we were like, those are an, that's an insane (laughs) thing to do. Like they're so (laughs) expensive. You have to have like a certain die press for each one. They wear out. It quickly became like we're either going to go all in and like find a manufacturer Mm -hmm. and do this for real or we're not doing it at all. But by then we had really amped ourselves up about what an awesome idea it is and how fun it would be and how much I love puzzling. Mm -hmm. Like we can do this. So then we just kept letting it get bigger and bigger. Just more Google searches, (laughs) just (laughs) deeper diving, you know. How did you come up with your first design, because as I said, we're working right now on the Kansas City map puzzle, which especially as someone who is from Kansas City, I cannot stress for people who have not seen this puzzle, the detail <laughs> you put into this puzzle. It, I think that's honestly, aside from the building aspect and putting pieces together and seeing you know, the larger picture of the puzzle, but one thing we have enjoyed so much about this puzzle specifically is putting the piece together and then getting really close. And we're like, oh my gosh, that's, you know, glass on the plaza or, yeah. just, you know, and it just like, it's, it has been so fun to see the serious amount of detail that has gone into this puzzle. So yeah, what was the process of designing that? So we actually didn't design that. Um, that was an image we found by a Philadelphia based artist named Mario Zuka, who we we've since released like, a bunch of puzzles with, and we've got more coming this year um, that we can talk more about later. It was a Google search. <laughs> like I, I think I typed in like map of Kansas city and it came up and I was that when I saw that it like really cemented the idea that we should do this. Cause I was like, I don't know how this isn't a puzzle. Mm-hmm. This is like, this dude's brain is like wired for this stuff. It, it's amazing what he does. So that's honestly how we found that. And then. And I feel like your love of Tim has always loved maps. I feel like maps is what you're into. So it's interesting Mm -hmm. that what he searched for was like a map of Kansas city. That's what I want to see. It's like maps and architecture, like my favorite things. But that's awesome. And it's funny. You mentioned artists from Philadelphia. That's also where my boyfriend is really like, we have had so much fun. I'm crashing this interview. Hey, yeah, hey, hey, I know so, you. I was telling Dan that you have maps not just of Kansas City, but mm-hmm. of Philadelphia, Detroit, Milwaukee, mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, and yes, in Pittsburgh, and, and do Buffalo, Portland, and Texas this year too. Oh, amazing! Awesome. 
the Philly one, when we looked the other night, I was like, okay, it's sold out, but I promise you when it's restocked, I will get it for you so we can have the Kansas City and the Philadelphia. Yeah, our hometowns both yes. need to be puzzled. Maps, yeah. Yes. So. And what are the odds that yeah. both of the hometowns, I mean, we don't have that many yeah, map right, puzzles. Right, like, yeah. it's amazing that you both. Uh-huh. We did it. That's super rad. So the I'm only going to steal one question during the course of this interview. <laughs> I'm just curious to know how you achieved the level of detail in all of your puzzles. Just doing the Kansas City one. I mean, it's wild how many individual park signs you have, highway signs, restaurants. Just how much time goes into researching your puzzles. Because just the Kansas City one, the level of detail was astonishing to me putting it together. Yeah. So that dude, the artist Mario Zuka, who's from Philadelphia and originally Pittsburgh, I believe, um, he spends like 240 hours on each. He usually makes them as prints first, and then and then we like hook up with him and make puzzles out of his prints. Is how it's been in the past. But yeah, he spends like 240 hours, and he researches like every zagat, like hot. Thing he goes he on Reddit find. and asks people in the community, like, what's the coolest thing? What do you want to see yeah. on here? And like, he is amazing. It's amazing. That Milwaukee puzzle came about because he went to Milwaukee with his brother for three days because they do like a baseball stadium tour every year. Oh, sure. Yeah. So yeah. he was like, he was there for three days and he called me and he was like, hey, I think I want to do Milwaukee next. Like, I love, I fell in love with that city. You're like, all right, that sounds great. Like we used to live in Chicago. We went to Milwaukee all the time. We love yeah, it. Yeah. And uh, I mean, like three weeks later, he had so much information, this insanely detailed. Yeah. Puzzle like ready. And you're like, how do you do this? I don't know. It's just that the way that dude's brain is wired. It's just amazing. I'll let you know with the Philly puzzle, he corrected the pretzel, the soft pretzel. I'm oh. I'm so pleased to hear this. Yeah, I, I thought he would be. I feel a very strong way about Philadelphia soft pretzels. <laughs> so I'm I'm really I'm really glad to know this. I guess the only other question I wanted to ask: Have you guys done more than a thousand piece puzzles? Because I know that that's like a thing. But is a thousand like your limit? It so is. Far. It is for now, and that's mainly like budgetary, right? Like, yeah. It's just the two of us. So we're just like throwing everything back into it. So yeah, but the big ones seem cool. But every puzzle that we do, not the Mario Zuka maps, because those should be a thousand pieces, but everything else we have to decide whether we want to print it as 500 or a thousand. And of course, no matter which you choose, someone comes up and goes like, I wish this was a thousand. Oh, I wish this was 500. But so far, it doesn't seem like a ton of people want huge ones. So I also think we could do a big one, but it probably wouldn't be as popular. And as we're growing, I think we're trying to like, you know. Are you pushing for it? Are you, you want a big yeah, one? Yeah, are you? I mean, sure. Give me 2,500 <laughs> or 5,000. I, oh, yeah. I know. How much time do you think we have? Yeah. I mean, I work from home and I take breaks and I like putting puzzles together during those breaks. So yeah, it's fine. Yeah. You could have a real commitment to one, you know, for a little bit. Why not? I think we really want to do children's puzzles too. Mm -hmm. Speaking of size variants, but that's the other end. That's yeah. the 10 piece puzzle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do word puzzles all the time and physical puzzles too. And I know there's research out there that like doing things like that keeps you mentally engaged and kind of wards off degenerative brain disease like Alzheimer's sure. and things like yeah. that. Do you guys think about the type of impact that you have in that area because for me even just doing this Kansas City puzzle you know I do a little bit during my work break and 
I can tell that it keeps me mentally engaged in my work. So I'm curious to know what you guys think yeah. about that part of it. Um, I definitely think it's like better than doom scrolling, you know, on your phone and it definitely like unite. To... Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, just like as a way to like relax and kind of let your brain chill, but you're still using it, mm -hmm. you know, in a different way. Um, I think I get real sappy about puzzles more so on the end of like bringing people together. Like the fact that you're doing it together and then texting about it or whatever. I think that's my favorite thing about puzzling. I, but it's interesting to think that it's making you feel like good during those breaks that it wasn't like just completely turning it off for a minute to chill that you still, I like that. Yeah. We had an email the other day from, I forget what it was about, but like the guy was saying how they do the puzzle like on break at their work. Like it's like in their break room. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, that's, sounds like an awfully cool place to work that they're not you know just like get, get back to it you know <laughs> yeah. like no uh, it's it's interesting, interesting to like experience yeah. like the positive impact mentally for me because you're right it is better than doom scrolling or going through instagram and getting an occasional dopamine hit because yeah. those are not long lasting but focusing on a puzzle for 30 to 45 minutes at a time. Like yeah. my brain is relaxing, but it, it's right. still working in a positive way. Yeah. And maybe it's like more truly relaxing than, you know, scrolling anyway. Like you were getting to like have your own like thoughts simmer, I guess, differently mm -hmm. than like the, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. I so. also think it makes me feel like less bad when I'm just watching TV at night. I'm like, yeah, but I'm puzzling. Yeah. And the amount of times, even this week alone, we're in all honesty, not huge watchers of TV. We definitely have our shows. We have our handful of shows, but it takes us almost an embarrassing amount of time to like get through shows. And uh -huh. <laughs> every day this last week, we've been like, okay, let's catch up on show we watched called Al Abbott Elementary or oh, yeah, you know, yeah. Ted Lasso, whatever it is. And the last few nights we haven't even turned on the tv because we've just worked on the puzzle cool. and every night this week we've gone to a point where we're like oh shit it's 10 30 yeah. <laughs> like a 5 a.m workout class or 5 30 workout class and we're like okay this this will have to resume tomorrow and we're like okay but maybe one but more, one more piece. Piece. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, gotta finish one more section we're like we have to go to bed like we we have <laughs> done this all day and we both are people who enjoy being challenged mm -hmm. and I think being able to like watch the progress as we're going not only the fun we're having with seeing the details but being like oh my gosh look at how far mm -hmm. we come and how much we you know have to do which is how I feel with some of my other hobbies like needle pointing that it's really satisfactory to like see how much you've accomplished Mm -hmm. yeah okay we are so we're so close to the finish line <laughs> so it's been really fun i'm i'm also curious to ask you about this and this i promise will be the last question no I no asked. you can say <laughs> have you heard any feedback from other people who who use your puzzles that get like an educational benefit from it because i don't know about you because you're from here so you know kansas city better than than most but i've learned so much about the geography and the makeup of the Kansas City metropolitan area just doing yeah. this puzzle. So I'm curious to know if you've gotten any additional feedback similar to that on the puzzle yeah. that you've done, not just the Kansas City one. Yeah. Um, compliments for sure. Um, nothing like, I mean, I guess maybe. Yeah, I 
feel like people say that they've learned a lot okay. about the city or like it I mean you're staring at it and like have a better idea of where things act I mean not that it's a real map but you know it does remind you as you're doing it as to where things are I don't know I think it's a good way to like familiarize with it and it's fun to do cities that you haven't even been to like I've learned so much about other like I've never hung out in Detroit it was such a fun puzzle to do and I was like look at this this is in Detroit like it was such a fun experience not that you're traveling but like in a yeah, puzzly way it is, yeah it, it is. was fun to explore a new city mm -hmm. I was thinking I immediately went the other direction where like sometimes like on an Instagram post or something of like of Philadelphia or something people will be like that freeway is not over here you know and we're like well, it's not like a map like don't <laughs> guide yourself through the city you know so like we get some funny comments about stuff like that sometimes yeah well, people are so territorial right it's like yeah. we know it better than you do and exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but no I've learned a ton about just where like individual like I feel like when I drive by a park now here in Kansas City I'm gonna be like Oh, yeah, I remember putting those puzzle pieces together. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's how it's going to be, because I'm like a visual spatial learner. So yeah. it's been really helpful for me as a relative newcomer to this part of the country. It's like, oh, yeah, there's still a lot that I don't know. Yeah, so That's been a positive of doing it, too, I think. Yeah. Even for someone who's from Kansas City, though, like, I feel like there are, so, especially in the downtown area, Dan lived downtown at the beginning of our relationship. I am not as familiar with downtown and there's so many like buildings and structures. I'm like, I need to take a picture of this on the puzzle so we can like go because I don't know what it is. And yeah. I feel like there's all these places that I'm like, I want to take note of after the fact and be like, if it yeah. looks this cool in uh, this tiny little right, puzzle right, right. piece, I bet it looks really cool in person. <laughs> yeah. Especially as someone who obviously has a lot of love for Kansas City and is always just trying to spread awareness about businesses and things in Kansas City. Obviously, the puzzle aspect has been really fun and has been a fun activity for us to do together. But then doing something so specific to Kansas City has been really fun because even like looking at the different people on on the map, the historical yeah. figures and mm -hmm. just I, I we already talked about the detail, but just how there's so many different components to it. And I think sometimes when you hear map, you think of literally like the maps you would use. Roads. Gen Z doesn't know what these are, but <laughs> yeah, like maps of roads with different colors right. and different color coordinations. And this is more of like an image of Kansas City. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Geographically. I've said this before, and I'd be curious to get your feedback on this too. I like to describe to out-of-towners who aren't from here, that Kansas City very much reminds me of a quilt in that mm -hmm. the individual neighborhoods and parts of the city are their own squares. So mm -hmm. like West Bottoms is its own square, Brookside, Waldo, Crossroads, yeah. Westport, on and on and on. And it's all woven together and that's the makeup of the city. So I'm, I'm curious to know what you think of that too, because each area of the puzzle kind of has its own personality and character, much like the city does too. And yeah. I wanted to know how much thought went into deciding like all of that and how how it all came together i mean for that particular puzzle we got to give that to mario too yeah um he just really does his research and like he really he taps into like in it's like he's a local for every mm -hmm. one of these spots that he does you know he doesn't just pick like the low-hanging fruit he like really figures out like where you would actually eat brunch super hungover on a sunday you know yeah. like it's not just 
And he's been so amazing. He's updating the Kansas City ones because things have changed mm -hmm. since he created that print. So we're like reprinting a bunch of puzzles. And he took the time to go back into all of those cities and make little changes of things that had changed. Or I just think that's incredible. He's already done the work and they're right. already selling. He could very easily be like, it's good. And instead he's like, ooh, something changed. Tell me what closed. Yeah. And he's like still making it cooler and keeping up with it, which yeah. is awesome and he does cities that he likes like him and his wife have friends in Kansas City and they visit here and he likes the town mm -hmm. and that's how Milwaukee came about and I think that that really shows in his like passion you know for the mm -hmm. the art that he does and he likes to focus too on like cities that don't necessarily get enough shine you know like kind of working class blue collar yeah largely rust belt cities yeah although there is like portland in there too but yeah. you know <laughs> i think that gets he also had a good time plenty there. of shine you know yeah. <laughs> well philadelphia has got that blue collar attitude too uh, it's not new york it's not chicago and there is kind of that blue collar ethos mm -hmm. in philadelphia yeah. even though it's a coastal city and it, I, I think it's like the fourth or fifth biggest television market in the country there is still that like you got to earn your keep and mm -hmm. that's how us philadelphia sports fans are too the thing that we value more than wins and losses is effort. And yeah. so I think Philadelphia has that part of it too, which is yeah. why I think Kansas City and Philadelphia are a lot more alike than meets the eye, um, yeah. which made the Super Bowl that more entertaining for the two of us. But getting to not just the cities that are on your puzzles, but the actual material your puzzles are made out of, they're made out of 100% recycled material. Mm -hmm. Why was that choice important to you? I mean, just having like, you know, young kids and like thinking about what their future is going to look like. That's obviously like the most important thing. And like, we didn't just want to jump into like a fast, you know, disposable kind of thing. Like, it's really cool that puzzles like kind of last as long as you take care of them. Yeah. And they can be passed down and they can be shared. And it just seemed like it kind of also fit you know, it seems weird to like do that and then but be putting out a puzzle that has like super toxic inks or like mm -hmm. is made from just really terrible cardboard or, you know, like the carbon footprint to get it to to our house to, you know, get it to stores is just like insane. So it's just kind of like following that full thread, you know, mm -hmm. it wasn't just like doing something for cash grab. It was like doing something that felt worthwhile, like sort of in every aspect of it. Yeah, but it was fun to learn more about it too. We were able to get a biodegradable plastic bag that the pieces came in within the box. And we looked into not shrink wrapping them, but couldn't go that route because it like kind of tears up the box before it gets to the person. Yeah. But these are, we're still always so, con like consciously trying to think of ways to do it better. And we researched different tapes that we put on our box so they're recyclable. When it gets there, I think I don't want to feel like I'm adding to the problem, <laughs> right. you know, yeah, yeah, something we can be proud of. And I feel like we also were very concerned about the quality of the puzzle. I think puzzling something that feels nice in your hand and we made sure ours doesn't have glare. I hate puzzling in the light. You have to keep moving your head because the light is wrong on it. So I feel that we were trying from each step of it to make it an, an enjoyable experience that you felt good about when you got it, that you weren't thinking, my God, there's so much waste and plastic and mm -hmm. bubble wrap or something. We don't use any like stuffing in our box. We tried to get a small box so that it would fit in there without extra waste for delivery. 
and then it felt good in your hand. I don't know. I just think we were trying to make sure that it was a nice experience from the beginning till the end. Yeah. And I think personally, I felt too, like I didn't want to putting like Kansas city on the name and making it like such a hyper local focused thing. I didn't want it to just, I wanted people to know like that it was legit, that it wasn't, you know, that we really like meant it, Yeah. you know, like as much love as we have for this city, like we wanted to express that like with like a quality product, not just yeah. like anybody will buy anything that says Kansas city. You know what I mean? And it's that, um, that idea that you learn like young, kind of like you get one first impression, mm-hmm. you know, if everyone's going to check it out once I want, I want them to think that it, they want to check out another one. Yeah, yeah. And so I think the materials were important from the beginning There's nothing more frustrating than doing something like a puzzle or any other game or artwork or anything like that. And especially with the puzzle, I know from my own experience, you'll put two pieces together and then you kind of stare at it for a minute and say, does it actually go together or did I just make them go together? And you can't really (laughs) tell when you get to that point, it kind of takes the fun out of what you're doing because I don't know if anything I'm doing is right. And then you just get frustrated and yes. it just, it totally diminishes why you're even doing it in the first place. It sucks the joy out of it, I yeah. think. It takes me out of the like groove you get into the joy of like the finding the piece and it clicks and you're like, yeah, and you go on to yeah. the next one, you know? Yeah, I agree. And I don't like holding them in my hands. You know, when you collect as you go, because you're finding like the six pieces that you think go there. I hate when they feel sharp in my hand. That was something too. Just... There's all of those little experiences that go with it. And when they're wrong, I think you pay attention more than when they're right. So how did you get into Made in KC and retailers to sell your puzzles? Retailers, it was like just a lot of cold emailing. Um, And I think it was Brookside, Toy and Science or Bunker. One of those two were the first, both of them like yeah, they like very quickly, very quickly got back to us. Yeah. Brookside might've actually just contacted us like off Instagram. I don't remember, but either way, like we owe a lot to those two for picking us up and like giving us confidence, you know, that we weren't just, because we were just sitting on thousands of puzzles and had no idea what the next step was. Once we decided we couldn't do it in the basement, we got a delivery of thousands of made puzzles and my family's all like, oh, okay. They all live in town and we're telling them what we're doing. And you can see everyone's eyes glaze at like, cool, you know? And we're just going to do it. So then we have thousands of puzzles sitting in our basement. And then the next step was like, well, I guess we need to sell them. I guess you sell them. So (laughs) we were just cold emailing cool stores in the city. And Kansas City was amazing and took a chance on us. And I feel like we've learned so much. And the first people were so kind. They were saying things to us that are, I guess, very common retail terms. Like net 30 is a thing where you pay something 30 days after, but we're literally Googling like what is net 30 before we respond to an email. And Kansas City is such an amazing community of everyone being kind and like genuine people. And they took a chance on us and we've Mm -hmm. learned so much. And it's so crazy to see something that we made like in stores around town it still is wild to us it's a trip yeah it's really exciting and it's so exciting when people send us notes saying that they framed them or they put them in our home it still blows our mind to think that it's like 
a treasured item in someone's home, this like little idea that we had, it means so much to us. Mm -hmm. It's wild to think about. When you are not working and on Kansas City Puzzle Company, what does life in Kansas City look like for you? It's a lot of parks, like kid parks, you know, yeah. and skate parks. Um, it's a lot of finding new pizza spots. Mm -hmm. And ice cream. And ice cream and bakeries. Yeah. So our kids are now six and three. So I think most of our activities involve like running around in either a wide open space, Union Station, a new playground that we're like hunting all over the city and like treats of any kind, coffee mm -hmm. treats, sweet treats, pizza treats. Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> those, that's those the day right there. <laughs> yeah. And skate, um, Tim has been skateboarding for forever. And so now the kids think the skate park is the coolest thing and they scooter and they slide down the ramps yeah. and get wild. It's super rad. Yeah. As a foodie, I obviously have to ask you what your favorite pizza place and ice cream places are. Pizza Tachio on 39th. So good. Have you so been there? Good. We have not been to the 39th location. We went to the location in North Kansas City. Uh, we did like a North Kansas City date night. We went there and then Sail Away Wine, which if you haven't been there, mm -hmm. is absolutely amazing. And then we <laughs> went to go see Everything Everywhere All at Once at the Armor Theater. So we had like a great pizza wine movie and it was like the best. <laughs> That's incredible. That is awesome. Yeah. We've decided that 39th might do a slightly better rest. I don't know. Try 39th. They're both. Okay. I don't know that you can chop Kansas City. Kansas City, for Kansas City mm -hmm. is incredible pizza. Mm -hmm. And then we went to 39th and we were like, is it possible that they've upped even the other pizza yeah. So good. Yeah. So good. I, yeah. I don't want to upset them that I said that. I that's know. I really feel terrible. Cool. I don't. That's all great pizza. Kansas City has great pizza. <laughs> but that was so yeah, good. That's the one we're stoked on. We've been eating at McLean's Bakery a lot for sweet treats. I think that one, everything there is delicious. And two, I find that their pastries are more accessible to small children. Some of the other bakeries, while incredibly delicious, maybe are too fancy sometimes for my kids. I think that they like the immediate recognizable treat, perhaps. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And McLean's is delicious. Yeah, it's just a dope spot. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. Breakfast burrito. Yeah. Uh, the best children's park in the entire city right now is that new Strang Park on like 87th and Farley. Farley. It's behind that, um, the big library, the Johnson County, is it the Mid-Continental Library right there? Do you remember that? Yeah, past Shawnee Mission. I know Shawnee Mission West isn't really on 87th, but you know what I mean? It's past there. There is it's another really good park on like 87th and Troost too. It's really similar to that Roanoke Park. Like and we're getting and I don't know how we're diving. diving into like children. <laughs> clearly it's like <laughs> our thing. This is our thing. This is what we do. Mm -hmm. Where have you been going for bakery? What's your favorite one? Please tell me. So I love Black Hole Bakery. Um, I actually had Jason on the podcast. Yes, I listened awesome. to that one because I was like, Black <laughs> he he is great. Oh my gosh, that is like a really hard question for me because I like really have a sweet tooth, but so I don't love icing. I'm mean, um, really sad when I say that. So I'm no, not no, I, a cake or cupcake kind of person. Mm -hmm. I like, I more love like a sea salt chocolate chip cookie. I'm a, yep. I'm really an ice cream gal. That's like mm -hmm. my top number one treat. 
but for bakery, I also, speaking of 87th, it's right off 87th Street. Have you been to the pantry? Oh, no. It's absolutely delicious. They do a, I'm trying to remember what it is. It's like a croissant and jo- a cronut. Is that what she calls it? It's like a, it's really good. Um, everything there is is great it's just small it's it's in like a strip mall and you kind of have uh-huh. to look for it okay. I think the only signage might be on the window wow uh-huh. and so it's actually right behind a bank so if you're coming on one of the streets it's easily it's easy to be missed but uh-huh. it's really great I love Dolce Bakery obviously love McLean's walk there yeah. all the time there are so many amazing really local are. bakeries and everyone yeah specializes in something different which i think is fun yeah. has an amazing food scene yeah it really really does there's a so much greatness here yeah if there was anything you could change about kansas city what would that be we tried to talk about this and give it some thought like thinking about this over time and we're excited for what they do with the riverfront but also feeling like maybe i don't know everything they're going to do but i want more I feel like the riverfront is such an amazing area. It seems like there's so many cool things they could do that down there. And it also, we like going down there now and there's not that much. And it just seems like an amazing opportunity for really cool things. Mm-hmm. Things I'm sure I can't even think of that would be fun to do. Yeah. And all of the plans I've heard for what they're doing sound really exciting. That bridge sounds really cool. Yeah, but I want more. Yeah. When you go to other cities, I feel like they really utilize their waterfront and we just don't. It's so cool to hear about all the plans that that are in motion. Obviously, as someone who's not a city official or involved in any city planning, sometimes I wonder, I'm like, okay, why are certain decisions not being made or this, that, and the other? And even Dan and I were in the river market for brunch not that long ago. And I even made a comment about a bunch of the new apartment complexes down the river market and how they're only four stories high. And I had said, as someone who's in the city, to me, I'm like, well, why are there so many low rises? Like, why isn't there the opportunity to build up, create more living spaces for people and build up? But of course, to me, I have no idea if there was something on the back end of, well, this was the city limit or four stories was the only thing that the city could get approved. I have no idea. I'm sure after this comes out, I will hear about it. But <laughs> there's always things where you're like, oh, this is so cool. But when you're not on the back end, you like don't really fully understand some of the decisions that go uh-huh. into things happening. Yeah, for sure. It's very exciting. It's going to be really cool to see like what Kansas City looks like in 20 years. Because already it's like changed so much. At the same time, though, mm-hmm. I like the size of Kansas City. We you were know. just talking about how much we love Kansas City. It's nice how accessible Kansas mm-hmm. City is, and it still feels like it's ours. And I want everyone to know how great Kansas City is, but I also like that it's all of our little secret of how wonderful it is. Yeah. Are there any new puzzles that you are working on, map or otherwise, that you would want people to know about? A friend of ours, Cooper Malin, who is a now local resident. Uh, Him and his family just moved here. From Montana. Yeah. And he did another puzzle with us called Fields and Flowers, which is like this really beautiful, um, like floral, floral is not the right word, but it's like. I think he, I think you can describe it as like flora and fauna because yes. it has the wildlife 
like bug culture mm-hmm. and also the flowers that they live upon yeah. in a really pretty pink and yellows and gorgeousness. He did that one for us previously. And now he's going to do a new one, a new like Nelson Atkins puzzle for us. That's like an illustrated one of um, characters doing fun things on that front lawn. But it's like art characters from inside the museum. Yeah, that's super cool. It's a fun one. Yeah, so we're excited have... about that. And then Josh Cotter, who's another local artist who did our holiday puzzle. Um, he's working on like, uh, it's it's like a national landmark. The idea started with like, let's do like a national skyscraper puzzle because we both really like architecture. And we were talking about it in terms of like, if Iggy, if that book Iggy Peck Architect was like a puzzle, like some more detailed and more colored. Um, and now it's morphed into sort of like a national landmark puzzle. Um, and he, his stuff is just incredible and so much fun. And he has such a great sense of humor that comes out in his illustrations. Mm-hmm. So we're looking forward to that. And he has all the fun stuff on there, like mm-hmm. the Chicago beans on there. He has a bunch of stuff. He snuck the Western auto in yeah, there. Yeah, the Western auto is in there, of course. And then like, yeah, like all the Chicago the skyscrapers, there's like a hot dog on one of the spires, you know, like speared, like little set of like squirrels or squirreling away little puzzle pieces into a tree it's yeah it's a good time i don't know if we're doing it justice but it's it's cool it's pretty rad i mean puzzles are always i think kind of funky and weird with random little hidden gems you know so we mentioned that puzzles can be found in made in kc and a couple other places where are some other retailers that people can find your puzzles at oh i shoot i'm gonna leave some some out um Unintentionally, of course, but on our website at the bottom of the homepage, there is a find us locally link where we list every store that we're in in the metro. Um, So there should be something close to you. Brookside Toy and Science Bunker, local foundry out in Blue Spring or Lee Summit, I'm sorry, um, Rally House Stores, Family Tree Nursery, Flagship Books, uh, Best of KC, Level One Game Shop, Mission Board Games. Oh, I don't want to forget anybody, but it's so many to name. Um, it's really been incredible how people have like welcomed us into their stores. Um, and we are so thankful and grateful for it. Truman General down in Grandview has started carrying our stuff. They've been great. Um, but that's awesome. And just a huge congratulations to you guys that there are so many retailers that carry your puzzles as I've said, it's been fun doing the puzzle together because it's not something, not that I didn't think we wouldn't get into it together. It's just not something we'd really done. Yeah. And I didn't anticipate how into it we would get, which has just been on top of everything else, like the most fun thing to like get really into something together and just like do it, do it together and be excited for each other when we find pieces. Yeah. Um, Thank you both for being here and just like sharing your story of how you how you started and kind of the process that um that goes into everything you are so happy to do it and thank you for thinking of us and including us you can find kansas city puzzle company's social media and website in the show notes for listeners of the podcast we have a special promo code when you shop directly from the website use code casey confidential to get 20 percent off your order that's casey confidential for 20 percent off As always, you can follow me on Instagram at KC by Sari. See you next week.
Casey's confidential. Casey's confidential. Yeah. Oh. Kansas City's best. Ooh, Casey confidential. School papa pira papa pa Casey's confidential.